here for another episode of Always Be Connecting. Thanks for joining us. I'm really excited to talk to Jane Thorpe today of Cloudprint. Hello, Jane. Hello. How are you? <laughs> it's good. How are you doing? How is it? How is it? Thank you for coming in and talking to us. Pleasure. Um, Pleasure. So. Um, Always Be Connecting uh, is uh, about connecting with five audiences and they are your prospects, your clients, your team, your industry and your community. And sometimes the hardest one to connect with is your prospects because they are effectively strangers, hey? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it's something that I've always admired in you. I've known you <laughs> for a long time now. Mm-hmm that you are able to talk to strangers you do really great at networking you are part of a few networking groups um so i wanted to sort of find out about your history you be i saw that you've only been at cloud print for seven years i mm -hmm. thought you'd been there for longer than that how did you come about to business development and and cloud print mm, okay so years ago and thank you thank you for the appreciate the <laughs> the compliments uh years ago i was a print broker one of my many incarnations of career because i've had plenty of different versions of me and uh while, when I was a print broker, long story short, I ended up getting out of print broking and a friend of mine asked me to run a networking business. That didn't work out. We weren't a good match as business partners. Yeah. So I stepped down from that. But one of the people that came along to one of the networks was actually a printer who sort of pulled me back into printing again. Yeah. So, And I've been there ever since and, and loving it and um, having a completely different experience to what I did when I was a print broker. And that experience is really all about the connection externally is I would I would say that it comes from the, the connection within. Okay. So I've definitely done a lot more work on myself self-awareness wise, consciousness wise, and it's so interesting how that then trickles out to the people around you. So yeah. yeah. So, so what's a print broker? Mm, so a print broker is like a, a middle person. So you've got the printer yeah. and then you've got the client. And so you find the best printer for the client yeah but i don't do that anymore because now i'm obviously working with a printer yeah um, cloud print group so so yeah. you, you're working that's developed to a business development um and then sort of what skills or yeah. what did you learn to get there yeah so my role and no matter what i've done in my life i mean i've been a tv presenter a coach a speaker i would say connecting is actually the the base of all of it, the foundation of it all. So as business development, connection is hugely important because when you're going out and knocking on doors, cold calling, which many people don't like, <laughs> I actually enjoy it because once you, here's the self-awareness part, once you get your mind out of the way and the fear of rejection or that yeah, you're okay. not enough or that maybe you're annoying someone, all those thoughts that would come in, when you set those aside and you know that you're there to be of service, you're already open for connection and people can feel it. And so, you know, yes, I, I get some rejection, but my biggest clients have still come from doing that, actually, from knocking on doors and, and making that sort of being open um, to, you know, to then invite someone in. People really appreciate it, particularly now that digital marketing is such a big thing. It's actually... Uh, cold calling or seeing people in person yeah. has become even more important because people are doing it less and less. Do you still door-to-door? -door? I do, I do. Not as much because I obviously do a lot of networking, as you know, yeah. um, but I still enjoy it. I still, it's like a bit of a thrill actually to go and, and speak to people and it's like even if they say no right now, it's just not now. It doesn't mean yeah. that it's not for later. So it's really about building relationships 
that's where it starts. Because that's... When I was 18, that's what I did to get a job. Yeah. You had to go yeah. door to door. That's, that's, mm-hmm. that's exactly. how you did it. Old so school. is it a lost skill? Is it? Perhaps. I think, yeah, people undervalue it. Or again, it's that nerve. It's like public speaking. People don't want to do yeah, public yeah, speaking. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's what do they say? It's worse than death or something. Um, and it's the same with cold calling. Most people go, oh, gosh, I, you know, I don't want to do that. So it's definitely a skill. And maybe it comes naturally to some people more than others. But it's definitely something you can learn. And, and it's something that as long as you're open, uh, you know, you're open and you're listening. I think, again, this is where the self-awareness comes into it. Because if you are looking to respond to someone, you're mm. not really listening. Whereas when you listen, then all you need is in the present moment and those that information where you can then perhaps serve or help someone comes from, from that, which is the same about networking. It's, you know, being open to opportunities is really about listening to someone, getting to know them. Um, you're not hunting someone when you network, you know, like the old, you know, you go to a function, you see people just swapping business cards and that's very much that hunter mentality whereas um, farming is really about connecting and then about listening and learning and le- and building trust and getting to know someone yeah, sure there's so many questions there from that <laughs> interestingly when you were talking about farming it, uh, i've been reading a lot about ikigai recently which is the venn diagram of yes. do what you love yep. do what you can get paid mm-hmm. for do what you're good at nice and um they talk a lot in the book about farming and taking care of things and looking after that sort of the the, the soil mm-hmm, of it. Mm-hmm. So, like, mm. that, that really resonated with me. Um, when you are cold calling then, talking mm-hmm. about that side of things, mm. um, what's the, what... What surprises you? What have you learned? How do you do it? Um, do you have methods? You know, sure, sure. Yeah, I do have methods. Yeah. So quite often I will. I mean, there's been times in the past where I've gone out and just gone, okay, I'm just going to knock doors in this area, you know, this location, or go to this location, like Chatswood, Macquarie Park, wherever it is, and 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 look that can work because it's it's a bit of a numbers game if you're knocking on doors and I I always say that I've been I'm in the area I've been in the area so it's not you know I don't want to make people feel like I'm intruding or that they have to give me their time it's it's like I was here I'm just popping in most of the time now what I do though is I will get specific about where I want to go so for example I do a lot of work with medical device companies and so I would look up where the medical device companies are, as an example. Mm. And then I would find out on LinkedIn who might be the marketing manager, for example, that I need to talk to. And then I would go there. And okay, so you do a bit yeah. of homework. You're not, yeah, yeah, not yeah. cold, Absolutely, cold Absolutely, exactly. But I have done both. Um, but now I'm just getting more and more specific about the people that we're working with because we work really well with certain companies. Yeah. So I'm being a little bit more strategic, let's call it, about how to actually go about it and i guess with linkedin as well there's only a certain amount of information when you get out into the wild there's people who are not on linkedin mm-hmm. or absolutely like- and sometimes people might have left a position and someone else is in there now so but yeah and look to this day the biggest clients that we have have come from opening a door and then we've either grown well they've, we've grown with them so they might you know they might have started off small and then bit by yeah. bit by bit you know the the trust 
is there. Obviously, we do a good job. Um, we deliver what we say we're going to. And so then, you know, then that builds. So it's very much a, a building a relationship when you, whether it's networking, whether it's cold calling, you, you're starting off just that initial initial finding out you know, who you are, yeah. how can I help you, if if I can help you. And if I can't, then also, well, then maybe I'm not a good match. So just being really honest about that too. Yeah, so like I did door-to-door for sales back in maybe the late 90s. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and it was Hunter style. Yeah, sure. It was mm-hmm. very much a five-point pitch yeah. mm-hmm. with a, a hard close in yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Like, so... Is that relevant still? Or Yeah, I've never been keen on that. Um, I actually was offered a role, I won't mention any names, with a company once who gave me a script. So there's the phone, here's the script, and I was like, you know what, I can't do this. That To me, a proper connection is intuitive and it's really about being present to what comes up and then and then you go from there. Like you don't even need to work anything out so to speak so I think having that is to me is a bit of that old hard sell I don't care whether you want me or not I'm just gonna you know yeah, <laughs> kind of yeah, pounce yeah. on you so um because not you know I don't want all the clients in the world I just want the ones that I'm going to be able to serve best you know mm. for their benefit and for us you know so so definitely I feel like an intuitive um you know again being present just literally listening yeah. and then and then and, and asking lots of questions, of course, you know. Yeah. So that's it. But yeah, having a script um, is to me. It's I've I've never been a believer in it. I know it's worked for some people. I don't know how long, you know, people keep clients like that. If they do that, maybe it works for some people. So I won't poo-poo it. But I just it's not. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there, like, I guess a lot of the smaller businesses would appreciate a visitor oh absolutely absolutely oh yes and someone sort of caring about what they do in their little little hole in the world little absolutely little office i actually find that people are usually very positive in the response most of the time like maybe 98 percent 97 96 percent um and they're happy because they think well you've taken you know, you're making the time, you're making an effort to go and do that. So, you know, that shows. And then, of course, making sure you can back that up with whatever you've come with, you know, if you do a follow-up and and then perhaps the first job you do with them, you know, obviously you've got to tick all those boxes. Um, but, yeah, they're, they're usually really happy. You know, I've had the odd time where people aren't very happy <laughs> about it <laughs> and that's okay and that's just a no, that's an immediate no, which means, great, I don't have to waste any time there yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah. I can leave that and move on to the next place. And, like, that, that's your job as a business developer. Yeah. But, like, do you see your skills? Everyone should be connecting in that way and, and bringing a network yeah, look, I feel ultimately for. that we, if we all have the idea of serving one another, like one of the things that's always been in my mind before I even knew the word networking was that if I know you and I know what you do and I know Mary over here yeah, and I know that Mary would benefit from you and you would benefit from Mary, I'll put you together because I just love to, it's just, you know, to connect people. Now I don't know whether yeah, that's yeah, just yeah. something I've just always enjoyed. I enjoy doing it because I love a win-win. There's definitely a matchmaker about you. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah. But I like seeing it if it's going to benefit, you know. I, don't, I wouldn't put someone where I think, you know, I mean I prefer to do it if someone's actually asked me, like do you know someone, and then I can, you know, reach out and, and, and find that person. 
but uh, definitely people appreciate it. And, and then it goes beyond you because what happens is you become the hub. So when you, people know that you want to, to be of service and to help them and, and they trust you once you've built that trust, then, you know, mm. that goes a long way. It's like, you know, that whole thing of like what you give out comes back tenfold, you know. So, yeah, yeah people then want to help you. And unexpectedly, I'm sure, like. Yeah, well, I just, you know, I think it's however you want to look at it, the universe providing, but definitely you become known, I suppose, and you become more visible in your network. Your yeah. network appreciates you know, that you're not just, so So if I look at my clients, for example, um, I'm in printing, but they might say, do yeah. you know a photographer yeah. or do you know a podcaster? I say, yes, I do. And they, so I'm giving them more than just printing. Yeah, that's so funny because, you know? like, you, your role as business developer for a printing company just extends so far <laughs> beyond that. But you can really understand and see the benefit that, that the business gets from that, that mm. really, um, and we'll get into the sort of networking side in, mm. uh, in into that sort of side of things as well, because uh, you're a part of B and I, and their sort of motto is the givers gain, mm -hmm. as you, you're sort of alluding to mm -hmm. anyway. Is is what you give is what you get, mm -hmm. and like. If you are helping people, people remember that. People people remember good deeds. That's right. And, and isn't that the case with anything, though? No matter what you do, if you're too fit in and you're giving your best to it, then it's going to come back, you know, if you go along and do something and you're not <laughs> really in it, um, it's it's not going to work. But um, And I enjoy it, you know, that's yeah. a big part. If I didn't enjoy it, you know, yeah. <laughs> that would be a different story. So how did you come across B&I? Was that the first networking group that you were part of yeah. or were there a few so others? Years and years ago, back in 2008, I actually had this print broking business and I made a little letter with my business cards and I'd literally just started the business and I walked around my neighbourhood. I thought I'll walk the dog, get some exercise and I'll put this in letterboxes. And a lady who lived up the road obviously realised that if I was doing that, I want business. So she said, why don't you come along to a networking event? Yeah. I said, sure. So I did. So I was part of BNI for about f nearly f close to four years. And then I left because I went on to do something else and completely different career change for a while there. And then recently came back again. So I've been back for the last two and a bit years or so. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And with some gusto. Yes, I came back this time with uh, uh, having done it before. Yeah. And that was my first sort of hurrah into networking. I wanted to see what was possible if I really, you know, focus and, and become even more strategic with my networking. So I came back with this bigger vision, I suppose. You know, I wasn't just testing the water. It's like, well, I know it's up to me. So what happens if I give more of myself? You know, so and definitely it's, it's definitely working out. You meet... The benefits are, you know, whether you're connecting lots of people and that's a good feeling or whether it's actually the sales that are coming my way, the visibility, the trust, all those things we've been discussing, um, definitely a benefit. And then what happens is other opportunities pop up. I mean, back when I first started, I was actually getting divorced. And so I ended up meeting my a real estate agent to sell my home, my solicitor, family lawyer, et cetera, et cetera. And I didn't know any of these people that I trusted. So you get other benefits. It's not just purely about business. It's actually also 
you're learning to, you know, you're making trustworthy relationships with people that, yeah. you know, you can benefit from in other areas too. It's your team. Mm. And and getting invited to other, like, chambers. Um, you know, I'm doing a lot of other networking this year that's on the on the cards and that's come from me going to other network groups and, yeah. then, being, and then being invited. So they all kind of fit. They're almost like channels together, you know. Funny. And you don't really go with, I mean, you can have a specific agenda but also being open to what comes. Yeah. Because yeah. you, you could be cynical about it but, and and what you were talking about before about cold calling, you can be fearful and you can have all these negative feelings about it but, like, if you don't do it, then you get nothing. Mm, mm, that's if, you, right. if you don't ask, the answer is no. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I see it as a, I mean, it's overcoming fears, you know, and thoughts. We all have thoughts, like what, 6,000 a day or something? And yeah. they're just thoughts, you know, they're not actually real. So all of these things I just see as, as a, an inner challenge to, you know, become more limitless or become, you know, just more empowered, I suppose, rather than yeah. letting something stop me. So. What was stopping you in your first four years? What what did you resolve to change about those first four years in the two years coming back? So, so uh, okay, what was stopping me from the original networking I was doing? Yeah, yeah. You, you said that you wanted yeah. to come back with a bit more gusto. Yeah, yeah. You'd had a little practice sure. play. yeah. Well, in printing, uh, I have some very big clients now and so we're working on a different level to what I was working when I was a print broker. When it was a print broker, it was a lot of small business, so business cards or a pull-up banner. And my time to network just to receive, a, a, you know, some business cards, which is lovely, but it's, you know, it does take up a lot of time. I do devote a lot of time to it. You've got to commit to it for sure. So this time it was really about being more strategic so it means having better relationships getting to know people on a deeper level so they trust you to refer you to those bigger clients so yeah, yeah it's kind of taking it up a notch and I'm still learning myself so I wouldn't say I've you know got it all in the bag yet it's a it's a it's a process that's unfolding yeah mm. and is there enough hours in the day to say yes to everything. <laughs> so I did that last year and by the end of the year I was like <laughs> comatose on the lounge. That's a lesson I took from last year that n this year I'm saying no to a lot more. So unless it completely aligns and it's a hell yeah with um, with whatever I have, you know, intentions or, or goals about, then uh, I won't be doing it. So, yeah, I mean I, I was sometimes doing four mornings a week and um, you know, then that gets into in, in the way of exercise and and yeah. and those things that are important for me, so that I can be my best. So then I've got more energy to network. You know, so yeah. it's that balance. What what type of people have you met through what means where the relationship has become something else, sort of beyond transactional? Mm -mm, sure. I still have relationships from the ones that I first met, the people I first met back in 2008. And my financial advisor, for example, is still from 2008. And I still have friendships with many of those people, not all of them, but quite a few that I see reasonably regularly. Yeah. And that trust and then that... Um, you know, they're still connecting me with people or when they or when people come back around, all of a sudden someone pack, pops up and, and, yeah, just all of those um, opportunities ripple open again. So, yeah. Yeah. I think it's interesting as well because I saw something on LinkedIn about how a B&I group in the hills were doing some kind of 
possibly charity, possibly mm-hmm. community. But where they were a group of people with all different sort of skill sets, they were banding together for a purpose, for a Beautiful. cause. Mm-hmm. And like, how good is that? And that's mm. what, you know, we should be getting out of the Absolutely. world. Like, how do we, because, you know, as someone who lived in London for a long time and did not look up at other people on the tube, <laughs> like, <laughs> building communities is hard. So, yeah, yeah. But the benefits of serving against mm-hmm. other people who have also got contributions to make. Oh, 100%. First of all, years ago, I was always really shy. And I know that always comes as a surprise to people when I say that. But I find that networking taught me to, you know, hi, I'm Jane, and introduce myself first to break the ice, you know, just that icebreaker. Yeah. And once you get past that, then people are like, oh, okay, hi, <laughs> you know, I want to talk to you. And then as you get to know people, like I have a lot of people that are in the marketing sphere, so like copywriting, um, photography, videography, podcast, graphic design, digital marketing, all of that. So collaborating together, you can offer more to when you get together than you might be able to offer on your own. So, yeah, it's absolutely um it's priceless to to be able to to make those kind of relationships. Yeah. So, do you think your your superpower is networking? Connecting, I'd say. Okay. Connecting. Yeah. 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 Which is part of networking. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what, what's your favourite thing about connecting? What's what do you what do you gain thing? personally from it? And I, I guess yeah. another question, mm-hmm. if you want to, in okay. a slightly mm-hmm. different way, is yeah. like when you go over to a stranger, like. Do you uh, do you have to put it on an alter ego? Can you go in? <laughs> have you done it so long that you don't have to do that anymore? That you can yeah. just go, hi, yeah. I'm Jane, I'm myself. Yeah. Oh, Who are you? Definitely I'm myself. I definitely have to have the energy for it though. So like if I'm having a day where I feel really flat for whatever reason, doesn't happen very often, but occasionally I might be, you know, it's just I don't have the energy for that, then I don't do it because I have tried in the past where I go somewhere and and – to be inspiring to someone when you speak to them or to be in a way that they want to engage with you, you've got to, um, I don't know what the words are, to be attractive in some form and I, and that takes energy. So yeah. there's definitely times when I don't want to do it if my energy's low. So that's, I guess I would say it like that, but definitely being myself, always being myself. Yeah, there's no, this, the person that you're talking to is being themselves and that's the easiest way to connect because if you do put on a front, then you're not actually giving the real person to the person you're talking to, which... Well, there's no trust. They'll forget you as soon as you walk out the door. Then they wear a mask as well, exactly. Oh, true. Mm. But interesting that you talk about masks as well because mm. that's something that I've read about when you meet someone for the first time, you have a mask on, you put a mask on them and they do the same thing. So there's four masks. Mm-hmm between you Mm -hmm. so like how do you (laughs) get those masks yeah out out between you that's creating a distance i think it's about being honest 
having some integrity about what you're doing. Like this is why that script when you were talking about earlier I, doesn't agree with me because I don't. I feel like I'm selling something. Like I, I don't believe that when I go and see people I'm selling anything. I'm in business development. I'm going yeah, yeah, there yeah, yeah. to connect with them. I think you've got to put that part of things out of your mind yeah, and just like let exactly. that happen. Exactly. You're just karma. Meeting, you're meeting someone. Um, Charlie Pidcock, I don't know if you met him, he's a good friend of mine. He's a sales coach and he says okay. never let, what does he say, uh, oh gosh, now I've forgotten what it is, but it's along the lines of it's it's never let a sale get in the way of a good conversation. All yeah, you're right. having is a conversation. That's it. If you think about it like that, there's not there's no agenda. There's no, oh gosh, you know, it's yeah. that's all it is. And then it goes from there. And it's not about you. Exactly. It's about them. That's right. Exactly. It's about right. both of you. Exactly. And like how can you help each other exactly i exist in the world you exist in the world we're both trying to do something yeah fun. I yeah i think having the intention of being of service is definitely behind everything that i would do so i would highly recommend that that's the intention because then it's a lot easier yeah. you're not um yeah so cold calling and networking are two huge things mm -hmm. as part of your role mm -hmm. what about what about digital and any other things that you yeah, can think of sure, that yeah. work for you? I'm getting into that a bit more this year. <laughs> Making time for it was my challenge last year, which is about being organised for me, being super organised. And yeah. um, I've always been a little bit more spontaneous than a planner, so I'm really having to... This is, again, where I'm having to learn new skills to look at my calendar and really sort of think ahead about, okay, what does my day look like, my time, where is that going to fit in? Uh, because I'd like to be doing much more on LinkedIn, for example, myself and more on social media because, again, it's another platform to be visible, to have conversations, to build the trust, and that's really all you're doing is building the trust. So, And that's very helpful to me. It's helpful to anyone cold calling or to networking because if you're also doing that, they go hand in hand. Yeah. Someone can look, look you up and see, oh, you know, there you are and, and you're visible. But then I think that there's a the you can get stuck in just digital mm -hmm. and forget the humanity of meeting someone mm -hmm. and sharing the air and yeah. and having that human touch. Do you know what I mean? Like there's a lot look all this AI stuff, law automations. What I noticed is that when I uh, I have a, a system that I can deliver the project through the system and have an automated email goes out, mm -hmm. here's your thing. Mm -hmm. Or I can send an email like, hope you like it, like, mm -hmm. you know, written by me. Mm -hmm. And it's very obvious that it's written by me. And so, like, sometimes the automation is good, but I'm like, oh, but I'm like, I, I feel like I'm not connecting mm -hmm. with this mm -hmm. person, you know. Mm. So, like... That can go one step back further of like always being online versus phone calls versus coffee versus mm -hmm. events with people mm -hmm. versus showing up at their door and mm -hmm. like, you know, mm -hmm. who are you? Yeah. What are you doing here? And I think it's equal measures. It's, it's a bit of all of that, to be honest. I personally haven't used AI yet. Um, you know, I believe it's a great tool. Uh, I've, I've, I've received some emails from email campaigns and I know immediately it's not the person that's got the business and I just delete. So, yeah. so for me, I still 
write my own emails, um, but I'll write a te- template that maybe I can I can send out. Um, but I've written it myself. So, but yeah. I'm still working on that because I'm not always, you know, I could be more productive myself there. It can, it can get very labour intensive if you do write an individual email to every single person, which is what I tend to do. So, so yeah. it has its p- place for sure, but definitely it's about making sure that it does feel very real. I've had a few people tell me that when they've received AI emails that um, they've tried to keep selling them something and um, and then that's a disconnect and you can actually lose people from that. Mm. So, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. So door-to-door, networking, digital, is there anything else? There's a lot, of, a lot of feedback, I guess, or like keep mm, like mm. talking to the clients that you have. Oh, absolutely. We talked a lot about the prospects. Yeah. Hey, you got yeah, it. yeah. Oh, look, I, you mentioned coffee before, so I do a lot of coffee catch-ups, um, going to see my clients just to check in because you – in that time you find out more information, you know, it might be, and you're getting to know them. Like the whole purpose is just to get to know them because we spend so much time at work. You want to like the people that you work with and I really enjoy that because I enjoy, again, the connecting part yeah. of it and getting to know them and, um, like, it's authentic, you know. So is it, one out of three teams, let, let's go for a coffee. So how yeah. you do it or are you always keen to, to start with the coffee and then teams is the last resort or...? Uh, Sometimes it depends on how much time everyone's got. Like if I can, if if my client can make the time for a coffee, then I'll go to coffee with them. And um, you know, I think they enjoy getting out of the office for a moment, and and because then you can let your head out and you might talk about personal things because all of that information is equally important. Because you don't, you're not selling to a to a um, to a company. You're selling to a human being. Yeah, or you're you're connecting with a human being. Companies so are it's really about run getting, by people. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So it's getting to know the people. So um, and I find that coffee tea is the best way to do that. Yeah, mm. and take take some time, talk to them. Yeah, on a personal level. Yeah, well, you might cover. You know, I I don't really have an agenda to those kind of meetings. It's more like you know, who are you? How are you? And then you sort of start to find little tidbits of or might be an interest they might have, you know, that they'd like indoor soccer or who knows, whatever. Um, and then somewhere in the conversation it might come up about, you know, what's the marketing plan looking like or yeah. et cetera. So, yeah, and it just creates more of a bond. You know, people appreciate that you really care about who they are, not just yeah, what yeah, you're yeah. doing, you know. And, like, it widens that sense of community because, like, because mm. we talked, we mm. found out our daughters went to the same school. Mm-hmm, exactly, And, like, yes. possibly we could have gone to the same parents party yes. one year <laughs> and, stuff. and I avoided it that time but yes <laughs> but like so there's the you know you don't know what you don't know like Sydney's a small little place really uh, people or people are, have a, a smaller degree of separation than what they think I reckon it's two degrees you know how they say it's six degrees I reckon it's about two degrees yeah yeah. So, like, who are these people mm-hmm. that we see out on the street? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people to meet. Hey, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Pleasure for joining us. That's a real food for thought, especially in the terms of like your thoughts that you get as you're trying to approach a new person, a stranger, out of your self doubt because mm-hmm. it's not mm-hmm. about you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And gardening. Lots of, th- lots of things. Is there any other sort of like final top tips from what we've talked about that you're like, 
if you don't remember anything from this podcast that I've talked about, remember these three things? Yeah, sure. Uh, I think everyone's as nervous as everyone else, you know, and everyone's as um, stuck in their own world with the things they're doing, so not ever to take any of it personally, you know, and I think if you enjoy it and you look at it as a bit of an adventure as to what can possibly come from it, then, yeah, it's um, it's fun and, and connecting, I think COVID taught us that, human connection is so so important and um, you know how much we missed it when we didn't have it so definitely get out and and connect with people be brave (laughs) yeah beautiful thanks so much Jane thank you Lindsay thanks for listening